The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in Packingham. See shields.ca. So, folks, what do you think? Are health officials panicking over this new COVID mutation? Or, in your opinion, is the concern justified? How worried are you? Seems to be no question that this new variation, much more contagious than anything we've ever seen before, twice as many new infections yesterday in Ontario compared to only a week ago. So it's very clearly just rampaging. The The jury is still out, however, on just how serious it is. Is it really any worse than just the flu? I think it'll take a little time to uh, to show us that one of the um, one of the things the federal government is warning us is not to travel don't have any non-essential travel says trudeau how about you are you are you going to pay any attention to those instructions i must tell you that the last time that uh, debbie and i went away it's about two and a half years now it seems like 10 years um we no sooner got to our destination, having been assured by Trudeau and Doug Ford that everything was okay, when we were told that we better get home right away or we may not be able to get home. Anyhow, that's a long story that other people went through as well. So that, that scares the hell out of me. If, you know, if we travel, we'll be, be able to get back. Uh, are, are you planning to travel this winter? Are you going south? Are you going anywhere? I'm talking about international. Or has this warning concerned you enough to cancel? Um, and the other, the other question here, oh boy, what are we going to do with the anti-vaxxers who still, after all of this, still refuse to join us in our fight against these infections? There's a, a, just as one example, there's a very, what I call very sad post on Facebook this morning. It's a woman complaining bitterly that she will no longer be able to visit her husband, who is in long-term care with Alzheimer's. She obviously refuses to get vaccinated. And until now, she apparently, in this particular home, I don't know why, has been allowed to visit even though she's not vaccinated. But there are new rules now which say, if you are not vaccinated, you are not allowed into a long-term care home. So this woman very clearly, rather than get vaccinated, take the two or three minutes out of her obviously very busy life to get vaccinated, uh, has chosen that she, essentially, she's abandoned her husband. Poor guy is languishing in long-term care, Alzheimer's. I don't know how serious. I don't know if he recognizes her. But whatever it is, she is, she is abandoning him because she refuses to get vaccinated. Begs the question, like, what would it take to convince her to get vaccinated? Would she get vaccinated to save her children's life? God only knows. And the worst part of it is that she's got a post in all kinds of, well, several people are very sympathetic, blaming the government. These people really believe somehow or other that you should be able to go into a long-term care with people, older people with all sorts of health problems. You should be walk in there in the midst of one of the worst pandemics the world has ever seen and, uh, and, and just walk freely around unvaccinated. And, and people are saying, oh, this, this rule is communistic. It's dictatorship. 
Someone, of course, as, as usual, mentions Hitler. Uh, it's, uh, and, and John, you're pointing out, well, uh, your point here is that she feels so self-entitled that she, she's taken this to the public. That's what kills me. Uh, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This, this sense of entitlement, is this is what's driving so much of this. You know, oh, I know we're not being forced to. We, we, we have a freedom to choose. We're being coerced. Dear. Well, but I mean, I mean, you know, could you not, if it's a big sacrifice for you, this, I mean, address this woman. <clears throat> I mean, this is your husband of God knows how many years. The man is in a long-term care it's his last days of life. He's got Alzheimer's. And you are abandoning him because I got a principle. I'm not going to get vaccinated. Because I read a thing on BitChute. Some loving wife, that one. And now I have another. This is a, a personal experience. Give you more indication of the kind of thing that's going on. And one of the reasons why these viruses just continue to spread. I got a call this morning from a very close dear friend. She volunteers at a local hospital. She's been doing it for many, many years. Um, she was just livid this morning, and she was very worried at the same time. Now, I have to point out, this is a woman who has done everything she can to avoid contacting COVID. She's got the booster shot, got three shots, booster shot, wears the mask, distances, uh, only goes to a, a shopping center early in the morning, hardly anybody there. So far, so she even follows the arrows, which hardly anybody does in the grocery stores. But this is this woman, okay? And one of the reasons that she is so anxious to avoid this is that her husband uh, is immune compromised. you got a number of health problems. And in all probability, even a mild COVID case for her husband would probably be his death knell. So she's done everything she can, everything, to avoid being infected. So yesterday morning, this, this guy walks up to her. She's at, at the volunteer's desk. She's got a shield in front of her, I, I grant, a plastic shield. Mm. <clears throat> but this guy walks right up, and a young man, and says, um, can you escort my mother to a clinic? And she kind of looks at him and he says, well, I can't, uh, I can't do it. I'm not vaccinated. And at this point, my, you know, my, my friend sort of jumps back and says, you should be at least five or six feet from me. And he did. He, he backed up. But she, I mean, she said, I, I don't know what to do now. Wow. I mean, this thing is so infectious. I've got, I'm worried now. I know there was a, but they tell me that, 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 that like this is airborne now, this new COVID is airborne. So I'm going to get tested right away, but I'm almost afraid to go home, she said. I mean, supposing I am infected and I infect my husband now. After all, two and a half years of doing everything I can, this son of a man, she did use the word, son of a bitch comes up to me and, and says, I'm not vaccinated. And I, I pointed out to her that in all probability, if he came up to you, he probably had come up to several other people in the hospital as well. So here is a guy. I mean, so, John, is he clued out? Is he just totally selfish? Is he stupid? I mean... All of the above? I mean, you know what, Lil? It's the same when you walk into a store and they've, they've taken all the time that they can possibly invest and they've, they've bought these stickers and these signs. You know, this aisle walks this way, this aisle walks that way, and nobody pays them any attention. Is it self-entitlement? Is it stupidity? It has to be all of the above. There's no way everybody is that stupid. Or are they just that 
self-centered. Selfish. Yeah. Self-centered. 100%. Anyway, that's... that's Can't happen that's, to me. Oof. I, I don't know. Scary. I mean, I, I just, I just don't know. This, as I say, the the jury is still out as to how serious this is. Yeah. But we still, nonetheless, we're now finding that there's hospitalizations beginning to grow in the UK, and that they they say that this new variation will probably take over from Delta within the next week or so. It's that infectious. Yeah. Well, I point out. Uh, more than twice as many infections yesterday as there were only a week ago. I mean, this is exponential. If it continues like this, it'll be almost impossible to escape. But still got people out there so clueless, so selfish, so self-centered, that in, in the case of this this woman and with her husband, won't even get vaccinated so that she can continue to, to visit her husband. I, and and then people are agreeing. Oh, this is terrible. They don't. They, they're not blaming her for being cruel and selfish. They're they're blaming the government for imposing these rules. It's John. It's just enough to make you shake your head, is it not? Any comments coming in as yet? Well, here's the first one we'll go to from Joan. She's paranoid, and so are you. My husband and I are both vaccinated. Why are you so nasty? Nasty about what? Nasty about what? I guess calling of an anti-vaxxer what they are. I don't know. Well, what would you then, then Joan? What what would you call someone who who walks up to somebody in a hospital mm-hmm. where there's you know filled with sick people all around mm-hmm. and and admits to not being vaccinated in the middle of as I say the the, the worst pandemic we have seen in what a hundred years? I mean, nasty to what's nasty? You, you really think, Joan, you really, really, really think that unvaccinated people should be able to walk into a long-term care home with all kinds of people with immune, um, uh, you know, you compromised immune systems? You really think people should? Like, what's the matter with you? That's the first time I've seen somebody who has the vaccine a- adopt that kind of attitude that I'm vaccinated, therefore I am impenetrable. I am invincible. Well, I want to tell you something good friend of mine and probably yours les emerson yep never knew him no of course i know of him double vaccinated yes sir nonetheless i have no idea what what happened but he did contact covid and from all reports spent a miserable month or so and died This is one of the things that we've got to come to grips with. Even if you're double vaccinated, in rare case, I admit that it's rare, but it does occur, obviously, with Les Emerson. It does occur that even if you're double vaccinated, that you can still come down with COVID. Absolutely. Same with the flu vaccine. The flu vaccine does not eliminate you from getting the flu. No, it 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 mitigates it. So I, I just, I don't understand where people like Joan are coming from. Same. Do, do you not know what's going on? Do you not care what's going on? Joan, it's a vaccine. It's not a cure. It's not an end-all. <sighs> oh, well. I, 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 <coughs> excuse me. Joan, I, you know what? I, I mean, in fairness, I'd love to have a conversation with you. I'd love to get... 
I, I'd love to hear from you and 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 have a conversation about why you feel that way. Six one three four one three two two one seven. I appreciate that you're posting on Facebook, but I, I think this is a worthwhile conversation. Anyway, we invite you to call six one three four one three. Maybe maybe I should make it even more personal. I'm immune compromised. I have a number of, of health problems. Yep. Here, okay. COVID would probably, even if I got a mild case, would probably kill me. So I'm very anxious not to get COVID, okay? So I don't, we, we in this house, we don't allow people who are unvaccinated into the house. Mm-hmm. Even those who are vaccinated, uh, they wear masks who come in, when come in. Even you, John, when you come in. I'm, very, wear I'm a mask. very aware and I'm very careful. Very and, aware. and I get out the first chance I get. I'd love to hang with you and talk to you a long time. <laughs> so this, if, if someone who is unvaccinated comes up to me, and you know, and and gives me that, that's a death knell for me. Yep. But I'm not alone. This is a story that many people in this country, including younger people, people who are taking chemotherapy for breast cancer, their their immune systems are very severely compromised. COVID would probably kill them. Little children who have not yet been vaccinated. I I. I don't understand why people, so many people out there, don't get it. This is what happens if you're unvaccinated. You may not. Hopefully, you, you, you're not infected. But the chances that you will be infected are much, much greater. It's a matter of lowering the risk. Uh, anybody else that doesn't think I'm nasty out there, John? What's no, so far, it's it's just one person thinking you're nasty, Lowell. Um Jesus, Murphy. All right, Chrissy says exactly, Lowell. We need to not let our guard down yet. Practice safe and and stay safe, especially during this holiday season. Jennifer says, what bothers me, if these anti-vaxxers get COVID and need hospital care, doctors and nurses will have to provide it. Uh, Chris always has a lengthy but very thoughtful uh, comment. Here he goes. He says, I'm at the point where I do not believe this is going to end until it becomes a mandatory vaccine. Like so many, I have been in the past. Until then, it is the individual person's right to choose. While a mandatory vaccine would cause an upper or politically, we have many that already exist, measles, mumps, etc. Then, and only then, will we be able to start moving forward. Anne says, I'm cautious in stores and get out as quickly as I can, but I'm now triple vaxxed at least. April says, it takes a doctor 40 minutes to make an adverse reaction report, so not very compelling for them. Kevin says, it's up to everyone to be fully vaccinated and wear an N95 mask when in public spaces. Cloth and cheap masks don't work. They are as useful as lipstick. And on YouTube, CJ says, was in a big box store earlier this week. As I was leaving, noticed a woman at the checkout with three teenage children. Not one of them had a mask on. No wonder this virus spreads so fast. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you're noticing that. Um, I got several other topics here that I want to move on to. But first... Good word about my good friends up there in Pakenham. Now, I haven't been to Pakenham recently. Ordinarily, I, I, I drop in, and I always drop into the five-span feed store, pick up food for my pigeons and straw, etc. But uh, I, I just want to assure you folks that, yes, Shields is still there. They do a lot of business. They're very well known in the Valley. I've said this before. I've been around since 1947. Uh, being introduced uh, largely by this program to the people in the city of Ottawa. And I still receive comments from people saying, you know what? Thank you, Lowell. I dealt with Shields and I'm really glad that I did. I got a great deal. I got a good bargain. 
and I got a very friendly driver. And a couple of uh, people have, have mentioned the fact that uh, they bought some major appliances and got two nice, really, really nice T-bone steaks. There you go. Yeah, but price is very important these days. I know that, especially these days. And just just check out their their website. You will see that in many cases, not only is Shields competitive, but in some cases can beat the big box stores. Okay, they're, let's face it, their overhead in Pakenham is a little bit lower. Shields.ca. Good folks, good deals. Shields. Yes, uh, John. On Facebook, Maggie says, like Lowell, COVID could kill me. Before COVID, I had to make sure I didn't get a cold, flu, etc. Eric says, yes, just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean you won't contract it and become ill with it. It will, however, reduce the symptoms and probability of uh, ending up in ICU. I think Emerson had other underlying problems. He did. But COVID ultimately was the thing that, unfortunately... Uh, did him in, and uh, what a great loss for the music community. Uh, Leanne says, bullshoot. We are fully vaccinated and have booster shots. Should be able to travel. It's no worse than the flu. Time to live with this. Uh, let me see. Anne says, I've just gotten my COVID booster and relieved about it. Wondering, though, are they still allowing so-called refugees to walk through the crossing at Roxanne Road without being tested? So much hypocrisy. Either it is serious or not, but don't have lax rules for those who break the rules. Very good point. Yeah, they're still walking in Roxham Road, uh, untested. Don't even ask the question, have you been vaccinated? Meantime, uh, if you're a Canadian citizen, uh, there's every indication that when you arrive back in the border, you're going to have to go through hell. Uh, it's the hypocrisy. I couldn't agree with you more, folks. Maybe I'm being nasty, these poor people. But at the very least, you know, if you're going to if you're going to stick it to Canadian citizens coming back into their own country, then you shouldn't force the same rules on people coming in from Guatemala or uh, Panama or whatever the hell it is. That's all. That's all we're saying. Okay. You're going to come in illegally. I I guess that's the humane thing to do. But at the very least, find out if they're vaccinated, please. Um, on another topic. Yep. Uh, still looking for some new nomin. Excuse me, new nominations for mayor. Okay. Uh, we all know that Jim Watson is stepping down. So far, three left-wing candidates have announced that they're going to be running: Diane Deans, Catherine McKenney. And, of course, Bob Shirelli, all of them left-wing. Uh, who else would you like to see run? Is there anyone else out there that you would like to see run? Um, who, who, is there anybody else out there that you would vote for? I keep, a, 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 you know, announcing a, the name of... of um, <laughs> Mark Sutcliffe. <laughs> Mark Sutcliffe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm not 100%, folks, I must tell you. I, I'm, I'm not feeling as bad as I did last couple of days, but I'm not 100%. I've got you Mark back. Sutcliffe. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you talked to him. He just kind of chuckled, right, John? He thought it was cute. <laughs> that, well, yeah, but you never know with Mark, too, right? He's he's He would be a good poker player. He's got a good poker face. I, I think he I think he would be a a, a really good choice. He's a but smart smart guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a smart guy. He's got lots of connections in the business community. Oh, yeah, a well known, good good profile, decent man, family man. Um, but is there anybody else out there that 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 you can think of? Uh, so Tim I'd, Tierney's uh, name is being suggested. Your name is being suggested. Lisa likes Carol Ann uh, Meehan for mayor, and Walter Robinson was suggested just moments ago by Terry. Walter Robinson, yeah, I I know Walter. I haven't met him for a couple of years, but Walter uh, was a good guy. He ran I, I, a number of years ago. I forget yep, yep. what what position. Um, Vern White's name just came up. 
Vern White. I, I've mentioned Vern White. Um, I've been trying to get in touch with Vern. I can't seem to get in touch with him. I don't know if he's not in town or, or what's going on. But uh, at one point, he expressed some interest. I'm not sure if he's still interested or not. Yeah, he'd be a, a good candidate. You talk about a guy who calls a spade a spade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got a couple of stories about Vern White, which I can't tell on the air. He's, he's, he's a great guy, but uh, he has been known to use a little bit of profanity from time Listen, to time. Listen, I think anybody who's been in the trenches as a police officer, <laughs> I think they've got every right to as well. I have to tell you, I, I, I've got a little story about Vern. First time I ever talked with him. Um, my wife is uh, is attending uh, Carleton University. She's taking a master's there. And anyway, she's on. There, there had been a, a series of uh, on-campus rapes and sexual assaults, and so the police had been notified, and they had a number of undercover agents out on the campus trying to catch the bad guys. Okay, so anyway, my my wife uh, is renting a car. Don't ask me why, but she's renting a car. So the guy says, the guy at the car rental guy says to her, Jesus, this is the last car. He says, these, these undercover cops that are all over Carlton University have rented all my other car. So I said, oh, my God, you know, this, here, these are undercover cops. And, and this car rental guy is telling everybody. So I phoned Vern. <laughs> Vern had just started a job as, as police chief. So I, I got through to him, introduced myself, and I told him the story. I'll never forget his response. It was, oh, and then the F word. <laughs> hey, as Joshua says, it's internet radio. You can go there if you want to. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget that. I said, at that point, I said, oh, God. Anyway, that was my introduction to Vern. But I, I had him on the, uh, on the show a number of times. He was a, he was a great guest. And he, I tell you, the cops loved him, too. Um, I have another question. Does yeah, be honest with me here? Does Canada's mounting debt concern any of you? Does it concern you very much? There is a suggestion. A couple of columnists this morning in the Post suggest that the reason that Trudeau keeps getting elected is that most Canadians really don't care about debt. They're quite willing to pile it onto their their children and grandchildren's shoulders, and as long as uh, they're okay, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, they don't really care about the debt. Uh, I have pointed out before that today, if you combine the federal and the provincial debts, the interest payments alone, interest, amounts to almost a billion dollars every single week. This is true. The The federal debt now is one point, almost $1.3 trillion. Trudeau has spent more money than all previous premiers or prime ministers combined. I repeat that. Trudeau, since his coming to office, has spent more money than all previous prime ministers combined. So as a consequence, we have a national debt, one point two some about $1.3 By the end of, uh, of this year, it'll be well over $1.3 And in about one year's time, the interest payments alone on national and provincial debt, all of which comes out of your pocket in your taxes, will be about a billion dollars every single week. That's a billion dollars taken from social programs, healthcare, education, etc., out of your pocket and goes to the banks, big insurance companies, and rich people, rich corporations that loan money to government. A lot of people don't realize that, okay? They're taking money from you, your tax dollars. It's not available then for healthcare, not available for the home, etc. We've gone through this before. But 
the, the indication that we seem to get is that it's of no great concern, that people just are not concerned about the debt, and that's why Trudeau just keeps getting elected. Because, I mean, you can get elected already if you just keep doling out billions of dollars. There's another, what, 300 billion going out this year or something or whatever it is. So, I mean, just all you have to do is just throw out billions and billions of dollars. And if people don't care about the fact that this just adds to the debt, then you, you can be elected, I suppose, forever. John, uh, any more uh, comments here? They're coming in fast and furious now. Kathy says, we'll be a third world country in no time, lol. Uh, Rob says, bankrupting the country is an integral part of the Great Reset, globalism. Christine says, I think paying any interest is such a waste of money. Think of what could be done with all of that. I'd love to see our country debt-free, and then that opens up all that wasted interest payments to go back into the country. Another comment from Chris. Again, Chris is always uh, using a lot of words. That's okay. Hey, Chris, we appreciate your thoughts. He says, Canada's mounting debt drives my vote. It is never going to get paid off in my son's grandkids' lifetime. I'm very afraid of our debt turning our country into Zimbabwe. We all work hard to earn our dollars that are rapidly losing their value with inflation, driven by our out-of-control debt. It has to change, he says. April, uh, who was on you big time, she's on the opposite side of the vaccine equation than you and I are, Lowell, but she's on board for this. She says, banks have been holding back inflation. We'll be in hyperinflation, not just inflation. The debt is ridiculous. Uh, debt, yes, a problem. The day is coming to pay the piper, says Terry on Twitch. Uh, Ken says, Canada's debt, why should it bother me? We'll just tax the ultra-rich to cover it. I think that's sarcasm right there. Uh, <laughs> Cheryl says, yep, the Liberals are spending more money than Scrooge McDuck on an 80s Saturday morning. And heck yes, it bothers Kathy. There you go. Well, it obviously doesn't bother a lot of people. And as I say, it it just just seems that Trudeau can just throw out billions and billions of dollars. It's all debt, and people just keep re-electing him. Uh, the, one of the things, and, and I have talked about this a little bit in the past, and John, you and I have talked about this as well. We, we live in the city of Ottawa, in a very privileged place for the most part, yep. privileged for some. Um, we're, we're isolated, or a lot of people here are pretty isolated from the reality of day-to-day -day life. But let me, let me give you just a few figures that just shocked me this morning. My wife uh, is involved with uh, the food bank and got this information this morning, and uh, I'll give it to you. This year, or perhaps it's last year, I'm not sure, but at any rate, um, the, the Ottawa Food Bank handed out 1,282,000 pounds of fresh produce. Wow. 1,282,000 pounds of fresh produce. That doesn't sound like a particularly healthy community. This included 560,000 pounds of fresh meat and chicken and 800,000 pounds of dairy and eggs. That's what's happening at our food bank, folks. So very clearly, not everybody in this community is sharing in the uh, the high life, that's for sure. I just thought that I would pass that along. John, any more um It, it really any, is scary. I mean, you're right, because, I mean, the bulk of our population is employed by the government, and the government has not laid off, has not cut back, etc. We've been in pretty good shape in this city. When you think of, you know, places like Windsor or London or St. John, New Brunswick, uh, yep. or, or, you know, places in Newfoundland, um, how hard hit are they? If we're seeing those numbers here, 
Can you imagine? Uh, Ray's got a question. He wonders, when does Serb end? Do we know that? Well, <clears throat> no, we don't. Um, I, I think that they it's keep been extending extended. it, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, it keeps, and this is this is my point. As long as Trudeau keeps handing out billions of dollars to people, yep. um, people will return the uh, the favor by voting for him. And th- uh, that's the point: is that people just don't seem to understand or care that the, uh, every single dollar he handles out now, he hands out now, is just adding to the debt. Somebody's got to pay for it, but it'll be your children, grandchildren, etc. And do you think John, that's, and do you think that's the problem? People are living in the now. It's just you know this this I, I can't even think of my kids. I can't even think of my grandkids. I, I got to eat. It, it's the now. I don't know, but uh, John, uh, uh, you still have a couple more there, and then I we we will go. Yeah, we do. But uh, if you want to call it a day, we can call it a day. I know you're not feeling one hundred percent. So call it a day. Thank all you right. all, folks. A very good participation today. I really appreciate. It. Don't forget share. Okay, that's the way. The only way we have of letting people know that we exist. Yes, sir. It's one of the la- This is one of the last, what I would call, conservative talk shows of any kind in all of Canada. And if you think that more people, even if you're a liberal or NDP, uh, if, if you're really, really progressive, you believe that a variance of opinion, diversity of opinion is good. Just share. That'll help it. Thanks all. We'll be back. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of blasttheradio.com.